0: 1116 SEN, No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with Danny Brawley for the Hater Clinic, gold standard in addiction treatment. The saying
1: goes that a healthy outside starts from the inside, and that's what we're here to do on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. It's all with thanks to the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. We are here to open up the conversation. And basically, make sure that we're all looking after each other. It is the brainchild of St Kilda champion Danny Frawley. Spud, we were off with a bang last week. It was really, really well received and we got a lot of positive feedback. Good morning to you.
2: Good morning to you, Jack. Yeah, it was outstanding. Uh, Dr Rowan White up there at Bridge Road Imaging, he was outstanding. Talking about the common sense uh, thing, Jack, for all men, just to have a basic health check once a year. Um, And Anyone out there for your father, brother, uncle, your best mate, if you don't know what to buy him for Christmas get him a fully blown health check. Because as we know, we spend more on our car than ourselves. And as we know, Jack, we only get one crack at it. And it was great to hear it's Rowan it. White talk about all those uh, little aspects of, of men's health. And it's just a, you know, we got some great feedback during the week and we've got another special guest. I know you'll introduce him shortly, uh, Jack, but I'm pretty excited about our next special guest. Basically to talk about, you know, getting the health check and, uh, and then some physical activity. And, and basically do it with your mates, and that's what it's all about. And, and get some social connectivity with each other because, um, you know, to do things on your own um, at times, you can just sleep in if you want to. Oh, there's no need to get up. I'll just do it when I want to. But when you do it with your mates, you're, sort of got, you're obliged to sort of get up and uh, and get going, get moving. There's nothing better than uh, going for a walk with a few mates or a jog than having a coffee, and the rest of the day just seems to fly. And sometimes we just sort of stay in bed and you become pretty sluggish all day and then yep. you think oh i'll go for that run after work by the time that comes you're too tired and you, and you do it all again so we just want to you know scratch the surface on men's health and how we can improve our general health and well-being
1: more guests to come a little bit later on in the program mark brayshaw a good friend of yours and someone you know very very well spud is going to join us uh, very shortly to talk about i guess running with your
2: mates now nah, certainly uh, that is right jack we're and we're going to open up the calls we've got yep. a um, We've got a squad gift pack, Jack. And uh, what that is, it's um, it's the new uh, men's clothing, leisure gear. You, you can have a relaxed set with a, a squad print tee, some shorts and socks. You, can, you have a beach pack, a golf pack, training singlet, training tee. So that's worth $100 to the best uh, caller. So it's Squad Athletica. Uh, get on their website if you're looking at for some Christmas gifts for your for your mate or your your old man or or your partner, so, squat uh, a magnificent uh, product, Jack.
1: Excellent. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. We'll take your calls right throughout the morning. Don't think that there's uh, a bad time in the hour to call us. We'll take your calls at any point, Nine four two nine eleven sixteen or. If you're just looking to be perhaps a little bit more anonymous or just asking for a little bit of advice via the SMS, you're more than welcome to do that as well, 0433 98 No man should ever walk alone is with thanks to our great mates at the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. But Spud, you do have a very special guest in the studio with you this morning.
2: Yeah, I've, I've got Dr Noel Duncan. I'll, um, I'll just introduce Noel, a little bit of his uh, background. He, he did a, a degree in physiology over in Penn State University and then came back and, and worked for the Collingwood Football Club where I was there for a couple of years uh, sitting next to Noel and, and that's where he got most of his education, sitting next to me and then moved <laughs> on to and worked under Mick Malthouse. Then he moved over to Richmond and uh, spent oh, probably five or six years there then sort of handed over his to his uh, subordinates and then he had a, a great company called Fitness to Live, F2L, went overseas and, and sold that company overseas. He's come back to Australia, which is great. He's got a, a great business which he'll talk about uh, now. Sisu Wellness. Good morning, Noel.
3: Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Jack.
2: So, um, Noel, uh, talk us about uh, your background in the in the fitness areas.
3: I will. I'll just get this uh, headphone. There working. we go. That's better. Perfect. So, <laughs> now look, we've uh, we've got a business at the moment, uh, Danny, called Sisu Wellness. We partner with organisations like Priceline, um, Diabetes Australia. Uh, the Stroke Foundation and essentially what we want to be able to do is to to give the opportunity for people to be able to do a free health check pretty much anywhere in Australia. Um, we've done around about 1.7 million health okay, checks. Okay I'm going to interject in a little bit now yes, and I know you're excited. The free <laughs> health check,
2: how do they have a free health check? Ta- talk us through so that. So what
3: we've done is we've, we've built a station. Um, it's 2.4 meters tall um, so the individual can do their, their height and then they can do their weight to give them a yep. the BMI. They can then do their blood pressure check they can do their body fat. Um, they can also do a heart age. A How long heart does it take? It takes around about four minutes. Um, you can go into any Priceline pharmacy um, throughout Australia. And uh, a wonderful partner of ours. Um, really have a... Um, a fantastic ethos in terms of wanting to help people and certainly the pharmacists. Um, how the, how the long have these
2: health check stations uh, been in Around Bahrain?
3: about uh, 18 months to, to two years. Um, we've developed them here in Melbourne. Um, it's, a, it's pretty much a world first in terms of the connectivity and in terms of the platform that we've built off the back of it. Um, there are some organisations in the US um, that are building just the, the,
2: the health stations. but. So if I'm listening right now and I'm going for a walk and I just might not be open now, are they? they'll be open, Priceline. Yep. Yep. Uh, I walk into a Priceline uh, store, what, what, what do I do? Just look at this health yeah, station yeah, and sit it's, on
3: it? It's, uh, it's, it's very big, so you'll be able to see it within the, st- yep. within the store. You'll be able to ask the pharmacist and it's self-serve. And one of the great things about being self-serve is that we're getting Fantastic engagement with men. Around about 40% of our total utilisation is with men. Um, and we believe that that's because there's no one sitting across the table from them, you know, pointing the finger, telling yep. them that they potentially need to lose a few kegs or they might need to do a little bit more physical activity. I mean, most of us know that we need to improve our health and wellbeing a little bit, um, but it's often really important just to, to get a benchmark or to start the process. And we like to call the health station like the central umpire. So, so what do, do you
2: get a, a an instant feedback an on result, it. Yeah. And so what happens then, does email, it go to a backlog area or...? Yeah, it
3: goes to a portal and uh, within the portal you can track your, uh, your, all your biometrics for free for as long as you want and, uh, and it's really important and the one thing we'll never change with our business is that we'll never ever charge for the free health check and so, you know, we've had people who use the health station over a hundred times, um, you know, maybe once every week or once every yep. quarter. And um, what's a check, check on that? So all those basic biometrics. The and then Yeah, all your, your BMI, your heart age, um, your diabetes mm-hmm. risks. Or um, when we when we partner with the Stroke Foundation, we do a, a stroke risk. Um, there's 60,000 strokes in Australia every year, um, Danny. So it's really really important for people to have a good understanding of what their blood pressure is, mm. and track their blood pressure um, on a, on a very frequent um, basis. And so you know, it's, it's so important also just to, to make small changes. And one of the things that we encourage um, through the email that we, uh, that we send people with their results mm-hmm. is just a little bit of advice about how they can make small changes in their life to ensure that they can um, to live a healthy and well life. Um,
2: so we, we've had the full-on health check last week that Rowan talked about, go yep. and see your GP. Yep. So if, if I have got a, big, uh, a larger BMI or my blood pressure is up, does that sort of say, then, I go, need to go and see a GP? Yeah, How does around, that
3: around about uh, 12% of the people who use the health station are recommended to go and see their GP. Okay. Um, and, and, and that we, comes on the email? It does come yep. on the email, and it also comes up on the, on the screen. Um, we've also got the opportunity here in Victoria um, for people to get involved in the LIFE program. Um, Diabetes Victoria run a fantastic program which is for uh, pre-diabetics um, and if the individual um, qualifies for that program then we can triage that individual through to the Diabetes Life program and it's, a, it's, a, it's one of the best programs internationally, um, this Diabetes Life program. So we're really excited to be involved and an important thing is that it's for free and, and again we want to make sure that health care um, for the masses is, is very accessible and very free.
2: The BMI, um I'm I'm pretty sure we've got a we've got a caller there. Yeah, uh, yeah. James on the line, Jack. Have we? We've got um, James from Ringwood to ask about or talk about the BMI null. So yeah. over to you, yeah. uh, James. Good morning. How you going, guys? I just uh, had a question. So I'm a I'm a bigger guy. I play
4: a lot of sport. I play um, American football at an Australian level, um, and I do a BMI, and it tells me that I'm obese and need to lose a lot of weight. But in really in health sense, I get health checks, you know, once twice a year and I'm fully healthy and and fine. Which makes me think that the BMI, really, it's just not that accurate a measure of how healthy you are.
2: Yeah, I think um, I'm probably in the same boat as you, uh, James. I think, not big bone, but... I'm not not talking about myself, no, but big muscular... (laughs) 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 Come on, boys. (laughs) Now, I must admit, I do jump on the BMI. Is this more an average, Noel? Because... Yeah, Let's a, face it, you know, yeah. I pack a fair bit when you look at me. <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> modest, yeah. So um, talk us through uh, that, uh, because James is, is a, bit, a little bit frustrated, like, not frustrated, but looking no, but, at that, it can be a little bit deflating yeah, for big yeah, lads yeah. like and, us. And
3: James, it's a really good point you make, and it's something that, uh, as a business, we have to walk a, a really tight line on, because, you know, there are people who, you know, the BMI isn't, overly relevant for and particularly people like yourself. So, But what we try to do is, is to give you some information beyond your BMI, which allows you to make an assessment of your own health. And the one thing that we really encourage people to do is, is measure their blood pressure on a regular basis. And so, you know, if you're measuring your blood pressure every quarter, as long as that blood pressure is maintaining, you know, is is within the the healthy guidelines, um, I'd be be sort of concentrating more on that. And also just maintaining a stable body weight as well. I mean, you would know what your ideal body weight is. um, And so long as it doesn't creep, and the other thing that we like people to do is just to, to track it over the years because invariably your body weight does creep and, and it's a little bit scary sometimes when you look back and think you know, two years, three years, five years, you know, what you're actually weighing. And so rather than actually you know, worrying about your BMI, James, because I can understand you are in a bit of a predicament there um, being a big lad, um, it doesn't mean that necessarily that you're unhealthy, but I would really encourage you over the journey to make sure that you track your body weight, if, if that makes sense.
2: Uh, very good Noel. Um, and what about, obviously the health check, and we're here to talk about obviously general fitness. So we've had my health check, I've got on your station, and it says, yeah, look, you've, you need to work on ABC. Um, do you guys then put out a, a, a fitness program yeah, for
3: Yeah, we do. Or? We, yeah, we do. And again, in partnership with Priceline and a lot of our other partners like diabetes and stroke and, and, and AMP, we provide the so individual what are, with a lot of guidelines.
2: What are some of the biggest killers of, uh, of males? in Australia. Is is it diabetes? Is it cancer? Yeah.
3: Um look, it's, it's, it's a combination. The, the biggest killer in, the, in Australia at the moment actually is uh, is cancer. Um, you know, nearly 48,000 Australians will die from cancer this year. So, well. you know, it's a, it's a huge number, half the MCG. But we do have a level of control over that. Um, not all cancers are preventable, but um, the research shows that about 38% of cancers um, are preventable. And so... How do we prevent that? Then? Well, a, a, as a business, what we try to do is to encourage people to make really, really small decisions on a daily basis. Um, it's not an all or nothing thing living a healthy and well life. It's just making really small decisions every single minute of the day. Do I have that extra piece of cake? Do I have that second or third beer? Um, you know, Do I make sure that I'm getting, the, getting to bed at the right time? And if you're just making sa- the simple choices um, more often than not, then you're going to be you know, making good lifestyle choices. So. We're
2: getting into the festive season. Yep. So um, is, how much is diet and how much is uh, exercise? And yep. how much is uh, well-being after mates, is it a, is just, it all in one yeah, encompass it or? it is. I, I, I don't someone like Someone says it. to me, oh, it's 75 diet, yeah. 25 exercise. Yeah, yeah. Is that well, your theory look,
3: or not? I, I am a big, as you know, as we've you know gone through the journey together, massive in terms of what the, the, the diet um, contributes to our overall health and well-being, but it is a combination of things. It's, you know, it's our diet, it's our, it's the alcohol intake, it's our portion sizes. Um, you know, I often just think if it's, if it's green and it's, and it's uh, from the ground, or um, then you know, normally it's okay. But, you know, if we can really just concentrate coming into the festive season on our portion sizes, but I think that that makes a huge difference. So, you know, you don't want to say, no, you know, I can't make it to that particular yeah. function, but you can make a choice in terms of the portion size that you're going to um, indulge in. Um, you know, you can make a choice in terms of actually having those extra couple of beverages. Um, and so that's the thing that we concentrate, you know, with our business to encourage people just to make really small choices, but look, physical activity, as we know, is is also really, really important. And as you mentioned, you know, doing it with friends is is, yeah. is so important. You know, I personally don't trust myself; I actually have to, you know, try to do it with friends. Yep. Um, otherwise, I won't um, won't stick well, to it. Well, after the
2: break, Noel, this is outstanding. We want to get into um, some just some light physical activity and how we can help uh, the punter out there um, have a healthier lifestyle. So, how are you? What do you think, Jack? What's your BMI, mate?
1: Uh, not as good as it should be, Spud. Let's just say that I'm only a shorty, but uh, I've never had it measured. It's one of these. Right. I was listening to Noel speaking there. I thought I've got to get that checked out. But uh, that's the whole point. We're opening up the conversation here on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. It's for the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. Noel Duncan, our special guest in the studio. Still more to come.
0: On eleven sixteen, S E M. No man should ever walk alone with Danny Brawley for the Hader Clinic, gold standard in addiction treatment. It's 25 minutes past nine, you are listening to No Man
1: Should Ever Walk Alone, all thanks to the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. 9429 is how you can give us a call or you can send us an SMS 0433 98 We've got a $100 squad voucher to give away for our best caller or best SMS between now and 10 o'clock. But Danny Frawley's in the studio alongside special guest, Dr. Noel Duncan.
2: Nah, thanks Jack, and we've got uh, as you said, the Squad Athletic a Men's Active and Lifestyle brand. It's actually designed in Australia, Noel, so it's really important. Um, just going to the break, we we're talking about physical activity and high pressure at that stage. You're heading the fitness program at, um, at Richmond Football Club. We, we call them fitness coaches. You, you like to call yourself high performance. Um, the physical activity, just to take the stresses out and, and how you can actually have meetings, Noel, when you're going for a walk or a jog. Because I was, fair to say, fairly hyperactive Yes. And to sit at the desk all day wasn't probably my strong suit. And you knew leading into the game, especially a Friday, we'd get there about lunchtime, to just go for a run and try and take the, the sort of the, the stress levels off me. Was that uh, a part of absolutely. the plan that I didn't know, but I really
3: enjoyed it? No, absolutely, Spade. I mean, you know, I, I learned very on early on, you know, sharing a, a, an office with you, which was one by two metres. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the best way to get your attention was to actually try to do something with you physically and I I sort of what we always used to try to do is whenever I had some information that I need to give to you I'd always say let's go for a walk or let's go for a run and I found it really beneficial but not only that um, could we get the information through to you but I also felt that you know it calmed you down particularly you know when we're leading into medical meetings Um, I do remember being told by a physio early on that one of your special players, it might have been Wayne Cam or Mm. Darren Gasper or uh, Greg Tindall, I can't remember the exact individual, was not playing that week. You didn't know about that. So I suggested that we go for a a run at 8.30 in the morning (laughs) before we uh, had a 10 o'clock medical meeting because I knew what the outcome was going to be. So (laughs) about uh, an hour, about 30 minutes in, I broke the news to you and then I decided that we should run actually an extra (laughs) 10K before we got back to the medical meeting.
2: But then we... um, uh, the, The one thing about Richmond was as accountants everyone to get involved we'd actually have a run first thing monday morning which i think was a great kick start for our week even in season out of season so six o'clock tan right there near the domain cafe be there b square we went for a jog and it become a real big part of our week because then we'd have our medical meeting on a monday we'd see the players at 8 30 and the rest of the week would fly and It was just a great time. And we ended up doing it a few times. But the Monday morning run was great because we're tired from a big weekend. You think you didn't want to let your teammates down because it was harder to miss than to get up because of the, the camaraderie we got. And as I said, we had... All forms of people from the Richmond Football Club involved in that.
3: Well, well you know, credit to you in that regard, Spud. And that, um, in that, in you know, obviously the team back in those days is significantly smaller um, than what it is today. But uh, you know, you had a, a fantastic ability to be able to bring people together um, from across the, you know, all the departments, and it was a, a very important thing. And I'm sure everyone, you know, within the business really appreciated that. And you know, certainly whether it's from administration, whether it was from medical, um, or whether it's from the conditioning, but it, you know, it was a wonderful time for the week, that's for sure.
2: And how good was it going on those runs? And as I said, you'd have you know an accountant, you'd have um, you know a couple of the conditioning staff, weights coach, you'd you'd even get the CEO there, and basically just call it as you see it on the run. You know, at one stage we had a footy ops. It was his first day, we won't mention names, but, you know, it was the middle of winter and he took his shirt off. So that was uh, frowned upon by my good self a little bit, Jack, as you can imagine. Probably didn't sort of say, he, you know, we had a player manager there, Alex McDonald, decided to do the same thing. So he was extricated from the group a lot. But how good was the banter?
3: And, so, and look, that's what it's all about, I reckon, Spud, is, you know, is to build things into your lifestyle with your friends um, and so that it actually doesn't become about the physical activity. It becomes about the mateship and becomes about the stories and, and sharing and solving the problems of the world. You know, Sorry, Noel. Yeah. We've, got, we've
2: got a caller here, Mark Brasher, I think. Are you there, Mark?
3: Oh, g'day, boys. I was just uh, nearly
5: drove off the road there hearing you talk about not wearing uh, shirts. I mean, I let Noel live in my house, bud, for a um, few years ago. And uh, the neighbours came back and said there was this uh, fat little dumpy guy running around topless in Sandringham. So, to be honest, Noel, you got, uh, that group we used to have, Spud, we relied on honesty and candour. And I think Noel let himself down then by giggling at your uh, story about poor old Pooley without putting his own hand up. <coughs> the other thing I remember in those days was uh, it was pretty hard. We're all a lot fitter than now. But there, was, there were a couple of guys that cut corners, wasn't there, Noel?
3: Um, oh, on the odd occasion, Mark. On the odd occasion, yeah, yeah,
5: up the hill there, and you might just, uh, you know, work the hypotenuse of the triangle <laughs> rather than the two right angles. But I agree with your sentiment 100%. Um, those days, that Monday morning stuff, um, first thing was uh, oh, to really set the week up, and we used to do it in the off-season as well without a game, but it was, it was a highlight, and I, um, it seems only a blink of an eye ago, but it was a while back. The other thing, Noel, I'd like you to comment on since you're... Um, since you're at the table, is what about diet? Because um, I've relied on your advice for 15-odd years now, <laughs> and uh, I'm now in career-best form um, with the 5'2 diet bud and I've, yes. I reckon I've lost 10 kilos and Noel poo-pooed it, and yet it works. The thing i found about the sports science uh, community in the, <laughs> the AFL is if it's their idea, they love it. If anyone yeah. else brings an idea to the table, do you find they sort of uh, put water on it and denigrate it. I, I just think you need to be a bit more open-minded, perhaps as a new year resolution, Noel.
2: Now we're talking <laughs> to Mark Brayshaw. He's currently the CEO of the AFL Coach Association, but at this stage at Richmond, we we're talking about he was the CEO. And Noel, he's got a very good point there, Mark. But also, Mark, how important was it to to get everyone on the same level in that run? As I said, we had you, you yourself running the whole show, but. The the banter was look it didn't become personal. But it was just a part of the uh, vernacular leading into the week, didn't it?
5: Oh yeah, and I can remember um, Michael Stahl, who's yes. uh, still there. Staley uh, is a finance guy. He joined in. Uh, tall Paul Maley, the former yes. um, two tall, two uh, tall. He ran. Um, He's pretty fit too. It was great. It was, and look, one of the things that you you guys did um, was was make everyone else feel uh, welcome. Um, and uh it's not often the case and a lot of the footy departments are very you know, you know intense and I wouldn't say inward but you know really driven and focused on the performance each week and the fact that we used to have those monday mornings and lots of you know other people from within the club were invited uh it was great it was, it was fantastic and um yeah, what it was about a real even
2: even bringing some of your mates along two sticks we'd all bring a mate now and again I think you brought you moved over from mayo Perth. Yeah. Mayo. mayo decided to have a run with my good self on a Easter Monday, from memory, yeah. or, or Queen's Birthday Monday.
5: Yeah, and he'd had a few drinks the night before, and it wasn't quite up. The pace got a hold of him, and, <laughs> and you came over, and he, he was um, look, he wasn't going well. I think he was bending over and getting some extra breath, and you come over and shook his hand, and he, he couldn't. He had to. He was <laughs> Let's put it this way: he was preoccupied. The story I remember though, and I, I'm not sure I've got time for this, but no, you have. Oh, I tell you what. What about so for the listeners? It was I think it was seven o'clock on a Monday morning, and the thing about AFL footy is that. It uh, doesn't matter if it's uh, Queen's birthday or, or uh, Easter. It you, you know, footballers don't get any time off. But what you blokes used to do was, was 7 o'clock became 8 o'clock on uh, Easter Monday. And just to give you that little bit of a sleeping Anyway, yeah, right. we had your, your dear mate, Sean, and Tiffany Cherry used to run with that's us. That's right, Yeah. Our father group. Now, Tiff was starting out in the media, and um, yeah. she was a fine-looking young lady in the lycra. Anyway, um, I remember this day, Sean, his wife, said, look, um, I might come and I'll walk the town, it's uh, Easter Monday. Anyway, Shawnee arrives at 7 o'clock with his wife and uh, he, he and Tiffany were the two that hadn't been told That's that it was not... an 8 o'clock start. And Shawnee's wife had said as they arrived at the thing, who do you run with? Oh, you know, the little talky pig, Noel Duncan and Danny Frawley and Mark Brayshaw and now all the boys. Anyway, she walked the town anti-clockwise and Shawnee and <laughs> Tiffany have run it together. Oh, clockwise! Oh, jeez, that was just funny. And you can imagine, Tiffany's a beautiful young lady, and there's yeah, Shawnee running along with his oh, wife. So there was humour in there as well, yeah. which we didn't get from Noel too often, because he was very um, still is pretty serious with the science background, but Shawnee brought a bit with a, uh, with a hairdresser well, with his wife that morning.
2: It's been pretty one-way traffic here at the moment, Mark. We might just finish <laughs> off with... Um, we did go over and aboard, and we probably got ahead of ourselves, but it was great to have a goal, and I think leading into the... 2001 season, all the players were told by Noel to improve their tan time. So, myself, your good self, Mark, and Darren Crocker, we thought, well, let's have a crack on the run before Christmas. We'll we'll start half an hour before. It was great, because we had a goal, Noel, for about three months, and we, we, we ended in pretty ripping nick. And we had, we had the race, Noel. So, do you want me to enlighten what happened, or do you want to go through it, oh, Noel? I,
3: I think you best uh, have a go at that one, Sparty. Well, <laughs> what happened, Mark, I think you'll remember it vividly.
2: It was about, oh, look, I don't remember too much, but it was I December 11, 8am, uh, <laughs> on a Friday morning, and we took off down at the, the, the Horseshoe, and yep. then we're running towards the hill. So I was ready to go hard to the hill, Noel, but Sticks thought he'll, he'll go pretty hard on the, on the flat, and he... Put in a surge, and I thought, yeah, you're not bad from in. Sort of Croc was running there, a bit like Michael Holding, you know, yep. holding his body together. Then you put in another surge, Stix and then basically at the start of the hill, I just took off, and that was the last we saw of you, um, which is fair to say. Yeah. And yep. then Croc, I broke Croc's heart halfway up the hill. And, and amazingly enough, though, we all ran PBs now. Like, it was amazing. At the age of, uh, you know, in our late 30s, Uh, Mark was probably a little bit younger, but it was great to have that goal to actually, even though it was competitive, because I think that's what we need to get out to the punter, you don't have to break world records, which we didn't, but we had a goal to beat each other on a camaraderie sense sticks, was that that how you took it? No doubt,
5: no doubt, and it was, um, Oh, I reckon we were, well I know, I haven't been as light ever since. And to beat, I remember you and Croc in particular were doing good good races, so much so that next thing I know, George Lawler from Nike turned up with a pair of sprint, uh, sprigs, nailed remember that? It was, uh, you know, we've just money I think we might have been going for a cup of tea or something, next thing, George has turned up with a brand new set of, uh, as if standing out that well that he's going to run with a spikes in the, uh, the Commonwealth game. So Yeah, I
2: got ahead <laughs> of myself. You
5: need we did need to keep our feet in the ground, but you're right, it was inevitably competitive.
2: Anyway. Um, Look, um, and good on you, Noel. Well done. Thanks before before we way. let Sticks go, if if Sticks was a fruit, what would you what would you call him, Noel? Oh, it's a very leading question, Danny. You and no, I. No, it's not. To... What what would he be if he was a fruit? <laughs> Look, we'll
3: I am wrapped that the the five twos working for for Mark. I think it's terrific. Um, I think you've a good chance to to get rid of the extra ten, Mark. That you still yeah. probably could you know get down to. Yeah, but, well, um, I can't talk at the minute. I, I think it's um, really good, and and it actually it does lead us on to an important point that. Yeah, you know, it is making those small changes, and and you've made those couple of small changes two days a week, sticks. So uh, congratulations good. on that. Well done. Ten <laughs>
5: kilos. I am. I've never been as light, and Excellent. I'm no longer
3: a pair, Danny. I think. No,
5: that's, No, no that's
2: all good, mate. <laughs> no, looking forward <laughs> to uh, catching up with you later on tonight. And as as Noel said, oh, small portions. Um, the Portion barbecue sticks. You, really you're important. supposed to be one of these great cookers of premier uh, barbecue chef. So what have we got, uh, fillet steak or blade or stewing steak tonight? Oh, yeah, what no, have we got? No.
5: We might have a bit of ribeye,
2: I think. Oh, <laughs> magnificent. Uh, thanks, for com- thanks for coming on, Mark. Merry Christmas. God bless yes, Dixie. Merry Christmas.
1: There's Mark Brayshaw chatting to us here on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. It's for the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. Still time for your calls, 9429 Or you can send us an SMS, 0433 98 1116. Talk more about diet after the break, particularly around this Christmas period. And what can you do to exercise if you just want to do it alone? Dr. Noel Duncan will have all of the answers after the break. On
0: 1116 SEN, no man should ever walk alone with Danny Brawley for The Hater Clinic, gold standard in addiction treatment. We're
1: talking all about health and all about how we need to look after ourselves and each other on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone for the Hater Clinic. Gold standard in addiction treatment. Lines are open now, nine four We've got a clear eight or nine minutes here where we can take your calls, nine four two nine eleven sixteen or 0433 98 1116. Spud's got Squad Athletica packs to give away. I just had a look on the website during the ad break. The stuff looks absolutely sensational, Spud. Sharp.
2: Uh, magnificent it is, Jack. Magnificent. What?
1: Try and get my hands on one of those myself. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen or oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. No one off the SMS. Uh, Dominic asking, what can he do? We're talking a lot about working together with your mates and doing group activities, but if you're more interested in being more of a solo exerciser, tell us about some of the things you can do to get yourself going if you're going to just exercise on your own.
3: Oh, for sure, Jack. I mean, look, there's a, there's a, a range of different things, but... Um, As a solo exerciser, I reckon the best thing you can do is uh, buy yourself a dog. Um, You know, fancy coming home every night and having that dog look at you and... um you know, not taking that dog for a walk or not taking that dog. The other thing is that, it, you know, we've actually got a, a little dog ourselves. I've spoken to, spoken to more people in our neighbourhood uh, in the 12 months we've had a dog uh, in the 15 years that I've uh, I've lived there. So, you know, it gives <laughs> you that social connectivity Make makes sure you do the exercise. But, you know, the other, the other great thing is that, you know, cycling, you know, by yourself or, or going for a run by yourself, a gym by yourself um, – yeah, swimming is obviously you know we've got a call, we've got a segment um, at the end about swimming, but yeah. a fantastic sport. You know, one of the things that you can do, you're not going to get injured. Um, it's really really good for for your muscle tone. You know, something that we really need to concentrate on as we get older in our fifth and sixth decades of life. So,
2: and and even the fact of Noel and and that's a, a very good SMS there, Dominic. If you if you actually think, okay, I'm I'm on my own a little bit. You go around the town at any time during the day. Yep. Go for a walk. Yep. There's people walking everywhere, yep, yep. clockwise, anti-clockwise, through the gardens. Yep. It's actually uplifting, isn't it? When you go for a walk yourself and you see everyone else doing you think, well, this is actually quite good. And it is. Sit down and have a coffee. Yep. Sometimes just have these impromptu meetings. But, Noel, we've got seven or eight uh, minutes here. I'm sitting at home. I'm listening to this. It sounds a little bit too much at the moment. Can you sort of break it down per week, what I need to do just to have a general health and well-being sort of feel about myself?
3: Yeah, for sure, Spud. I mean, look, there's, there's a few really simple things. I mean, everyone knows about, you know, 30 minutes of exercise per yep. day um, of moderate activity. And it's, you know, it becomes a bit kind of boring when we hear about those. But I think the important thing there is just to try to build it into your lifestyle, whether it's walking to the train or, you know, walking around a shopping centre yep. or whatever it is. So you can build that 30 minutes in. The one thing we probably don't hear enough about and something that's really important is the one and a half hours of vigorous activity that we do need okay, to so do. Okay, so the two and a
2: half hours you're probably doing, five half hour walks yep, and correct. the one and a half hours vigorous activity what, what does that I reckon, look I, like? I
3: reckon you could break it down to like something like three by, you know, three sessions a week um, you know, 30 minute per session some stride work or something some strides or some, you know, cycling or some, boxing. some swimming boxing's alright, I, I don't like talking about boxing with you Spock, given, uh, given our history of boxing <laughs> um, we've had a few sessions yeah. where there's one person who's come off second best and it's um, and it possibly could be me, but boxing looks fantastic. But, you know, there's a lot of these kind of uh, small gyms that are popping up that are doing some fantastic work because what they're doing is they're getting people's um, heart rates up and they're doing vigorous activity for that 30 minutes a week. And that's probably the area, I okay. think, from a physical activity perspective, that there's not enough knowledge and there's not enough publicity about getting that heart
2: rate up. So if I get my heart rate up, yep. i trying to read between the lines here. if I go for a walk, I'm burning a little bit of fuel, but you if are. I get my heart rate up three times a week for that yep. half hour, yep. your metabolism works a bit quicker. Is that right? You're Absolutely. still burning fuel wha- when you're recovering. Yeah, so when exactly. you're walking, you're only burning it while you're while walking? You're walking, correct. So if you're doing the vigorous activity, yep. you're burning it then, but then you're, uh, you're recovering. Correct for you know sometimes
3: six, eight, ten hours depending wow. on the intensity of the exercise too. So you know, th- and that's the beauty about vigorous activity is that you know you're getting the benefits yep. long long after. So, and the other thing that I think we really need to concentrate on and get the get the the word out about is that you know. We have to sort of get into some kind of muscle strengthening um, activity or exercises. So, you know, lifting weights. Now, that becomes really, really important in our fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh decades of life because, you know, our muscles do get smaller, what's called muscle atrophy. Yep. But over the journey, they do get smaller, and you have to start to load those muscles, and it's a really simple So, way I'm
2: in my early 50s, yep. so it's pretty important. Very important. Um, so, to keep the, the muscle on, so does muscle um, burn fuel? It does. More readily as
3: well? Absolutely. So if you're, if you're increasing, you know, the amount of muscle that you have in your body, you've got more ability to be able to burn more fat okay. over the journey as well. So, And what happens is that our muscles do get smaller. And, and so, you know, the old, you know, use it or you lose it. And so, again, you don't have to do anything sort of too yeah. silly. It's just, you know, down at the local park, you know, just making sure that you're loading those, um, loading those muscles up. You know, it could be the old push-ups yeah. and, and joining a gym particularly.
2: What about the... Um the strengthening of the muscle, lengthening of the muscle. This is the one that I really get, not, not frustrated, but I just don't do it enough. You know, we, we get rounded shoulders. Sure. We spend all our years lifting and pushing. Yeah. and We start to get, I don't know what it's called, a bit of scoliosis, is it? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But
2: yeah. the rounded shoulders. So yeah. women do it well. They go to yoga. Extremely they're, well. they're stretching. The male out there, we're thinking, you know, I'm not burning any fat here. But how important yeah. it is it to, to keep the, the tendons and the muscles at their length? Look, it's
3: it's really important to keep your range of movements, bud, and um, and you know you'll you'll notice that you know as we do get older, you know our range of movement. Um you know, obviously, is reduced, but I do think that the word is getting out into the community. You know, the importance of doing um, yoga and um, and a lot of these different kind of activities, and I do think a lot of men are getting involved in these um, these days, which is fantastic, and we probably need to encourage it a little bit more. But certainly, you know, even just lying on the on the carpet while you're watching TV, you know, set yourself a, a goal of you know during the news you're going to try to stretch out for for half an hour, and it's a really really simple thing to do. But uh, and, and again, you can do it by yourself, or you can do it with your partner, or you can do it with your kids.
2: Okay, festive season. Um, you talk about off the top portion sizes. What's yep. that all about? Yep. So. If you're going to look at your uh, – the first thing is actually,
3: Spud, is that I'd encourage you, uh, all the listeners, to to sack the buffet, okay? The buffets yeah. are just so hard to control your portion sizes because you forget. Yeah. You know, you, you'll go up and have a little bit and then you'll go up a bit more and then before you know it, you've eaten three times the amount that you potentially should be. So just sack the buffet. But portion sizes are really simple, okay? If you're going to eat some kind of meat, um, fish, uh, poultry – Just make sure that the the main serving is the size of your palm. And then if you have kind of four matchbox sizes of uh, veg around the size of, the, of that um, portion size. and It's a nice rule of thumb, you know, and if you can make sure that you reduce your portion sizes and make sure that you choose, the, you know, things that are, that are yep. green or things that have come from the ground, invariably you're going to be pretty good. And it's just, um, over the journey, just try to reduce those portion sizes because they have increased.
2: We, we, we touched on sleep um, yeah. last week, What's, how important is that uh, yeah. in your well-being really.
3: program? really really important spud um you know not only for um you know it's it's especially for teenagers for 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 the youngsters and and certainly for the elderly as well and what we like to do is just try to go to bed the same night the same time every single night so you know what you don't want to be doing is going to bed at 10 o'clock 10 o'clock and then two o'clock and then eight o'clock you want to try to keep um you know the the bedtime similar make sure you 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 know your bedroom is uh is, is relatively cold and 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 relatively dark um, and try to get rid of your phones as well that's a very very important.
2: Got one here off the SMS Noel uh, from Lee. How many times a week should we do strength training? Well, it depends what type of strength training, um, Spud um,
3: and Lee. But, um, you know, if you're just doing sort of a general strength training exercise, I think two to three, you know, minimum of two, um, up to three. Obviously, when you were training as an athlete, Spud, you know, you were sometimes doing, you know, four and five sessions. But what you were doing then was you were doing what was called split sessions. So you were only training. You have to make sure that you give a minimum of 48 hours rest for the muscle group before it's going to adapt in a positive
2: way. Well here's one for you, can I work on my strengthening muscle activity in a vigorous activity. So can I do a yes a, a strength training session where I get my heart rate up? Absolutely. So what do we do, lighter yeah. weights and more Lighter reps? weights
3: and more repetitions, yeah, correct. So, you know, for that one and a half hours of vigorous activity, you know, you could do it, um, you know, one of those um, you know, 45 minute sessions that are, that are very, very popular um, at the moment. But it's, a, it's a, great, uh, a great question because what you don't want to be doing is to train with weights, the same muscle group every single day. You have to make sure that you rest that muscle group.
2: Alcohol? How uh, Were we there with that?
3: Yeah, look, it's, it's just such an important choice that we have to make, Spud, um, particularly coming into the festive season. You know, the um, socialisation aspect of alcohol, obviously, you know, really, really important. But, the, you know, we just have to make sure that we uh, monitor, monitor the amount of alcohol that we're consuming. And most people, you know, have a pretty good understanding of what that is and don't need to be told.
2: And before we go to a break, uh, this one, and uh, we have to get it out there because there's still too many people smoking, no...
3: There are, and, um, you know, around about 13% of our population, um, you know, of the 1.7 million health checks that we've done um, are smoking. Um, Look, you know, QUIT have fantastic programs here in Victoria, so we're really lucky. They do some amazing... Um, advertising campaigns to, to try to encourage people. Um, it is young men um, and young females that are still smoking. It's the, you know, the 20 to 25-year-old females and the 25 to 34-year-old males that are still smoking at the moment. And you know, it is the biggest preventable cause of cancer deaths in Australia. Um, 23% of, um, of, of Australians, uh, which is nearly 10,000 people, mm. will die of, uh, of, of smoking-related um, deaths this year.
1: We'll take our final break. No Man Should Ever Walk Alone is brought to you for the Hater Clinic. Gold standard in addiction treatment. We'll come back and wrap it up after this. On
0: 1116 SEM, No Man Should Ever Walk Alone with Danny Brawley for the Hater Clinic. Gold standard in addiction treatment. It's five minutes to 10 o'clock, not long before
1: we finish up on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone for the Hater Clinic. James, give us a call back, 94291116. You've won our squad athletic oh, wow. pack. So well done to you. And uh, just off the SMS quickly, Spud, Peter from Q wants to ask, what was your time around the tan?
2: Oh, well done, uh, Pete. Mate, um, <laughs> thought, smells thought you setup asked. This smells <laughs> of No, 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 it's not a setup at all, mate. It's basically the age of 39. I've got it in my book, uh, 1339. Which um, and, and broke over 13 minutes as a youngster, so i uh, will be lucky to run 20 now. And Mark Brayshaw, who was the earlier caller, he ran 17 minutes 46 in that race, so I beat him basically by four minutes. <laughs> yeah, but 13.39, uh, don't go out there. But before we get the caller on, uh, Jack, our very special caller, I want to finish off with two points here, Noel. Rest, uh, how important is that, and surrounding yourself with positive people. Yeah, especially this time
3: of the year, Spud. I mean, obviously everyone's really busy leading into Christmas, you know, everyone's had a big year and, you know, when we talk about health and wellbeing, you know, sometimes we forget about the importance of rest and and also, you know, that social connectivity is so important and, you know, there's a 75-year-old study from Harvard which shows that social connectivity and and making sure that your socialisation is equally as important of all of the Mm. other health risk factors combined, so, you know, Get, get on the phone and, uh, and call up a mate and, and have a chat and make sure, just check in and make sure that they're OK leading into the festive season.
2: No, and that's a, that's a good segue to our next, next caller, Jack. Yeah,
3: let's bring
1: him in too. Jeff Tugood, thanks for joining us on the line.
2: We appreciate it this morning.
1: Thank you. How are you?
2: Yeah, going well, uh, Prof. We call him Prof. Dr. Jeff Tugood, <laughs> who's one of the ambassadors for Beyond Blue, and I'm led to believe you've got a great initiative you want to get out there to the masses, uh, Prof. So, um, yeah, we might have to uh, ring the prof back. I think um, yeah, we just got a couple of problems yeah. with, uh, with on, his line there. Yeah. yeah, just on it, Jack. What he's doing, Niall, he's he's an ambassador for Beyond Blue, obviously, which is a great cause. Jeff has suffered from depression uh, for a hell of a long time, and he's one of the ways he's got over his uh, mental health issues is exercise, and Fantastic. as you talked about, swimming. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's had a crack at the English Channel. He's down there with the Icebergers down there in Brighton. And I think one of his initiatives he started last year—we're um, just trying to get him back on the line—is to swim a meter for every death lost. And right. uh, last year in January, a whole range of people, unfortunately, was over three three thousand people. So I'll let Jeff uh, talk about your swim a little bit more. Jeff, good morning. Hi morning again, I hope you can hear me. Um, so last
4: year we swam 3,027 metres. Yep. Hopefully this, this year it's 2,866. Uh, we'll be swimming at Brighton Bath. Then we challenge people to swim through the month of January, any time, any place, to hashtag Swim2866 yep. and do the swim. And why do we choose to swim? Well, because swimming gives you a goal, and exercise is fantastic for mental health. No, that's very good, Jeff. About men's mental health. I mean, unfortunately, uh, in all the suicides, it's about 75% of men. Um, is that
2: right? What age, yeah. Jeff? What what age are we talking as well? Generally, um, middle aged men. the highest
4: risk group, sort of 30 to 34, and 40 to 54 is the highest risk for men.
2: Yeah, you sound pretty excited about it, Jeff, this swim. So we just. Um, What, you just get out there and swim, what, how many metres again? 2,866. There's far too many deaths. I with
4: some friends at Brighton, 10 a.m. on New Year's day, which we did last year. You can do it any place, any time, anywhere. That's the beauty of the swim. Tag it, challenge your mate, to do it. And then by doing that, we're raising awareness, giving people a goal... But people might also seek help and think, you know, we might need to get out
1: yeah. get some Jeff, help. we uh, we appreciate your time. We'd love to talk about this a little bit further with you, but we do need to finish up. Thank you for being with us, Noel. Thanks for being in the studio. Thanks. Always great to hear your voice. Spud, we'll be back next week. Good on you, Jack.